Yes, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the United Twins with myself, CM, my twin bro, Cappy, on the other line. Today, we're going to speak about Manchester United's draw against Southampton. Blessings to everybody inside, including yourself, Cappy. Manchester United nil, Southampton nil, and I'll tell you, there are a lot of things to unpack here. Some controversial moments indeed, but before all of that, why don't we start the episode with a QOTD? Question of the day. That was me? Shut up! Welcome to the segment of the show where we'll give you a question and by the end of the episode, you can provide us with an answer in the comment section below or in the chat depending on if you're preview gag. So without a further ado, let's reveal today's question of the day now as you will all know on thursday we'll be playing in the second leg of our quarterfinal europa league tie against real betis but the question here is which team did we beat in the quarterfinals of the europa league in 2017 en route to eventually winning the competition well where do i begin then <laughs> all right i think we started the game brightly and there were patterns or moments, should I say, in the game where we did create many chances, which will be touched on, I'm sure. Marcus Rashford was played in by Bruno Fernandes, and he just wasn't able to open up his body enough or generate the power in order to beat Bezunu in goal for Southampton today, who was absolutely sublime, man. Saved after save to deny multiple Man United players. Southampton, I thought, also generated some good chances in the first half with Theo Walcott probably having the best out of them all after forcing a brilliant reaction save out of David De Gea. Where things went slightly downhill for Manchester United was when Casemiro looked to win the ball back after 30 minutes in which he had to make that challenge if you look at the positioning and the attack that Southampton were on. Nonetheless, he slid in, won the ball back but also caught a piece of the ankle of Carlos Alcalaz. Anthony Taylor originally gave the Brazilian a yellow card, but as we all know, VAR check, looks at the monitor and changes it to a red card. That means that Casemiro will be missing the next four Manchester United games, including three Premier League fixtures and one FA Cup game on Sunday. So that's a massive blow for Eric Ten Hag and the squad. But back to the decision, this caused a major uproar because people just didn't agree with it. Now, in my opinion, I agree that in this day and age of football, with the emphasis on player protection, it is a red card, in my opinion. But my issue comes from the consistency of the decisions being made throughout the league, not just in Manchester United games, but throughout the entirety of the Premier League. There seems to be a problem with referees or of referees with all due respect, lacking the intelligence or advice to use context and differentiate every situation. And I think a big part of that is the over-reliance or existence of the video assistant referee as a whole. What do you guys think in the comments? After the game, I was furious. Ooh. And there's still a little part of me that is. Those decisions CM speaks about are continuously happening 
women speaking about the Casemiro red card when just a day later Ricardo Pereira goes studs first into the ankle of Jean Felix without even getting a piece of the ball and doesn't even get booked. It isn't fair to any team if they have to suffer due to a lack of quality and consistency of officiating on a weekly basis and quite frankly, I don't think they should be left off the hook to proceed and make the same mistakes all and all over again. I agree with the consistency calls, but my interest perks in hearing if you agreed with the actual decision. I, I don't think, think it, was it was. I don't think so. I, I think it should be, in my opinion. And and you can call it you you can call it unlucky all you want. But if you endanger a player on the field of play, that is a reckless act, and reckless acts get you sent to the showers. Damn. It was always going to be a difficult game once we went down to ten men. I thought even though they are the team bottom in the league, Southampton played well. And maybe you can mm -hmm. attribute some of that to us, of course, being a man down, but you can also give them the benefit of the doubt. Probably from the 60th minute mark, the game opened up for both teams. We had some chances and so did they. Bruno had a long range strike that I swear for every particle in my body was going in, but it was saved by guess who? Bazunu once again. I mean, it bounced just before arrival, and he just tapped it onto the post. I couldn't believe it. I never could see him. Here's Luke Shaw. Gives it into Bruno Fernandez. Takes the shot. <laughs> Those that were there during the watch along will know. I mean, pff, we're talking about fine margins here, ladies and gents. Carl Walker Peters also had a strike hit the post for Southampton after taking a short corner. And that was a bullet of a strike that just went off the post. Kalas, clang, all of them things there. Damn. So it was an entertaining little draw. And probably we should be happy with the point. I want to win every single game. I'm sure CM, I'm sure you do too. And sure, I think we could have and probably would have with 11 men on the pitch. But in the end, factoring in the circumstances, a point will do for now. Before I pass it on fully, I would like to bring to everyone's attention that potentially these types of performances, going back to the game, are uh, due to the fixture congestion we have been dealt with at the start of the year alone. Think about the themes of starting slow and eventually performing much better in the latter stages of games, which for me is something I don't want to see creep into our habitual book again. But that seems to be the case. Also, as much as I love competing for every trophy possible, it will start to take a toll and I don't think it's just this game, but there are a plethora of games we could look back on and find examples. What do you think in the comment section below? What is your opinion on the fixture congestion and just in general, the days in between games that the Man United players have been dealt with so far in this campaign? Hey bro, you, you think we can win Europa? I think there's a possibility, but you should ask the people. Do you say? Question of the day. That was me. Shut up. Rolith, the clip. Which team did we beat in the quarterfinals of the Europa League in 2017 en route? to eventually win in a competition.
like on a bit, subscribe to the channel, you'll be respect the tweet now. Back to the video, answer the thing and hop in the chat. Talk question for the time. Question time. So, how did everybody fare in this episode's question of the day? Let's have a look at the answer, shall we? Come on. <laughs> Manchester United defeated the Belgian side Anderlecht 3-2 on aggregate where Marcus Rashford in the second leg dramatically scored a 107th minute goal in extra time to see through Jose Mourinho's men. They would then beat Celta Vigo over two legs in the semi-final before meeting and beating Ajax in the final to lift the trophy. Goals from Henrik Mkhitaryan and Paul Pogba in the final sent us towards glory. So if you got the answer correct, slap a one in the chat and shout out to everybody in the comments in the live chat preview gang who got that one correct. But if you didn't, there's always next episode. So don't you worry about it. But one thing, one thing that you should always worry about is if I bop up to the end of this video, look inside the chat in the comment section below. And I see, listen, I, I, I see who, who's visited. And you didn't even bother to answer the question. You didn't even open an extra tap on Google and put it side by side with the video and researched the answer to the question. I am offended. CM, are you offended? Because I think you should be the same level of angry, the same level of offended though, that I should be, that I am. Answer the question next time, please. Anyway, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I have to big everybody up once again for reaching here. Hashtag real ones as always for reaching the end because trust me, it's a hard thing to come by in these YouTube streets, am I right? So be sure to hit a like on the video if you did reach the end and you enjoyed the video. Subscribe to CM22EMT if you're new. Check out all of the show socials, socials, socials in the description under one link. Everything is there, trust me, every single thing. Check out the link tree, ladies and gentlemen. And share to your friends and frenemies. Until the next time, we'll see you lots in a... <laughs>